Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Today and for the foreseeable future, I am coming to you live from my guest bedroom. This morning, a KSL engineer came over to my home, set me up, uh, and made it easier for me to practice what we've been preaching here on these airwaves, and that is social distancing. Life is a little bit different right now. We're living it far differently than we did, say, two months ago, uh, but... Uh, this too shall pass. We're going to overcome this. We're going to beat this coronavirus. So we're going to do so by accepting some of the inconveniences uh, such as this. You may have heard throughout the program so far today. Uh, there are some delays uh, when I'm having conversations back and forth with people. There's a little bit of a, a pause between our responses to one another. Uh, but that's natural uh, as we use the technology we're employing today. So I'd uh, further beg uh, your patience. Uh, also beg your patience if you happen to hear a baby crying in the background. That's my uh, beautiful little daughter, Piper, uh, being part of the broadcast today. Uh, I might uh, bring her over to the microphone and let you hear some of her uh, cooing. She's trying to, she doesn't have words yet, but she can make little sounds. It's like she sees her mom and I uh, talking back and forth to one another, and she's trying to mimic it. It's adorable, and you may have uh, seen that yourself, certainly, as you've raised your own children. Uh, as I experience it for the first time, it's a beautiful and marvelous thing. And uh, I am touched to, to be a father. Anyway, uh, that aside, we have today heard again from the state epidemiologist, Dr. Angela Dunn, with the Utah Department of Health. She gave an update on this coronavirus in uh, or following along as that press conference took place was KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson, who joins us on the line now. Paul, sir, how are you? And what did we learn from the press conference today? I'm doing great. Thank you very much, Lee. By the way, if anybody hears a baby crying behind me, that's just how I cry. <laughs> Don't need to worry about it. Like that. That's just my thing. But one thing that we did learn today, of course, that the numbers of uh, COVID-19 cases in Utah, they have uh, gone up. Now there are 51 official cases. 41 of them are uh, state residents. Ten of them are visitors. And we learned that two apparently uh, – Two dancers from ballet, West tested positive. Also, there is a man uh, younger than 60 years old uh, up in Bear River. Apparently, he also tested positive, but in that case, he had to be hospitalized. So um, I asked uh, Angela Dunn, what are we looking at as far as, say, the bell curve? Uh, are we coming close to maybe a plateau or anything like that? And she said, what we've seen in the past three days, we've had 12 cases, 12 cases, eight cases. So we have not seen a huge spike in cases. However, if past indication from any other states, if that's any indication of what's going to happen, then we have more than enough reason to believe uh, that we're going to see another big increase in the number of cases um, before uh, any kind of plateauing happens. 
Was there any update in uh, the guidance for us as folks live in our lives? Did they uh, talk more about this reduction in the advice uh, from, uh, you know, groups of uh, 100 or 20 down to now 10? Is there anything more that we should know about how to keep ourselves safe and others? Right now, right now the state epidemiologist is saying we're in a unique position here because we didn't see the huge rush that other cases did. We were a little bit insulated, um, not completely, but a little bit. So right now, the best thing to do, of course, is what you're doing, the social distancing. She says that realistically, without social distancing, we could see up to 50% of the state of Utah come down with the virus. That's not to say that they would be hospitalized, but still, if we didn't distance ourselves socially, the, the number of people that test positive would go way up. But Right now, she mentioned that uh, 5.5% of the people who have been tested, tested positive for it. And to be honest with you, that's actually lower than what we're seeing in other states. Fascinating. She talked a bit about uh, people walking around among us with the the virus, uh, asymptomatic, not even knowing uh, they have it, showing no symptoms. Yeah, and she was asked... um, by one of the reporters, well, isn't that kind of a disservice to, to tell people uh, to get tested if they're showing symptoms? Shouldn't we have a lot more people being tested out there? And that's when she replied, uh, essentially, we only have so many tests to go around. So uh, right now the trick is to uh, – and, and people are more likely to spread the virus when they're showing symptoms compared to when they're not showing symptoms. So right now what we need to do is test the people who are showing symptoms to see whether or not they have it. But um, she says that there are, um, they're, they're trying to maybe loosen up some uh, testing requirements, especially when it comes to reagents that are used in testing these uh, cases. They're um, trying to make it so that maybe some other uh, you know, private laboratories might be able to do more of this on their own. Outstanding. Uh, KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson, sir, I'm grateful to you for following this along. Uh, grateful to you, too, for, uh, you know, as the rest of us here at Broadcast Central are uh, distance, distancing ourselves from one another, trying to keep ourselves and one another uh, healthy and safe. Uh, I, I know it's a, a sacrifice for all of us, and thank you for doing your part, well, sir. Look forward well, to speaking to you again. I've been, so, I've been socially distancing myself from the rest of you guys for years. Um, I'm in my car. And that's pretty much my office. And so when people are when the people were saying, hey, look, we need to take more steps to socially distance ourselves. I'm like, I'm never near you people for the most part. So I feel like I've been leading the way <laughs> in social distancing. So you're welcome, Utah. Very, very good. Uh, KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson keeping us up to speed. Uh, throughout the morning, Gustavo has been following along uh, the press conference and the goings-on up at the Utah Department of Health and has for us a number of the comments now made by uh, Dr. Angela Dunn, referenced by Paul there. Let's walk through uh, a few of those so you can hear in her own words how she answered questions uh, like this this morning, asked about the numbers and letting us know that, in fact, here in the state of Utah, uh, the number of diagnosed positive cases has gone up. Um, An update on our cases. So we have 51 total cases in Utah right now. 41 of them are Utah residents and 10 are visitors to Utah. And in fact, geographically, this is spreading. Uh, Dr. Dunn this morning talked about Bear River's first reported case. Bear River announced their first case today. Um, They did release their own press release. Um, I have a few details that I'll share with you. 
So the investigation is ongoing. Um, however, we do know it's a male who's less than 60 and he is hospitalized. Uh, the family has been asked to self-quarantine at home to prevent spread around the community. Dr. Dunn was asked how many Utahns have been tested. Our labs in Utah have tested nearly 900 Utahns so far. Um, we're working very closely with ARUP, UPHL, and Intermountain to try to make sure that we maintain our capacity and maximize the testing we do have in the face of supply and PPE limitations right now. Now, uh, you and I may not be exhibiting the, the full-on symptoms of this coronavirus, a fever, a cough, uh, weakness. Uh, but she says that if you even have uh, or are feeling mild symptoms or any mild disease, that you ought to self-isolate. Um, and, and just as a reminder, you know, if, if you do have mild disease, getting tested for COVID-19 is not going to change your care. All it's going to do is prevent additional cases of COVID-19. And you can help prevent additional cases without even getting tested. You can do that by self-isolating if you have symptoms. Um, so we just want to make sure everyone is aware of that due to the limited amount of testing. You have mild disease, self-isolate, and you will help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Lastly, from state epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn, as you heard Paul Nelson and I talking, uh, there are a number of folks among us who are walking around with the virus, uh, though they don't know it because they show no symptoms. Dr. Dunn addressed that issue during the conference this morning. So there's still a lot we don't know about COVID-19 because it's a novel virus. And understanding um, what it looks like to be infected and be asymptomatic is still one of those things that we're working with our federal partners to fully understand. What we do know is that you are most effective at spreading the disease if you have symptoms. So coughing, sneezing, um, having shortness of breath, that's when you have the most virus in your body, and that's when you're most effective at spreading it. So people who are asymptomatic, um, while they may be able to spread it, it's not a major driver in the pandemic. We're going to take a quick break here, and after the news, we'll be joined by Utah Congressman Chris Stewart. He and I were uh, trading notes earlier this morning, and he is observing much goodness taking place here in the state of Utah. Thought it would be good to highlight some of that, and we'll do so next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.